Hello, and welcome to Sermon in the Berg, the official podcast of the Southside Mount Washington Parish Community. We're glad you're here with us as we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Easter from our homes together. While this is not intended to replace the holy sacrifice of the Mass, we hope it brings you closer in spiritual communion to our parish grouping and to our community across the country. Today's prayers and reflections are offered by Father Daniel Strawn and Father Michael Stumpf. Our musicians are myself, Amanda Bruce, and Tom Conroy, our associate organist and choir director for the parish grouping. Should you want to reflect on this weekend's readings on your own, please know that you can find them anytime at usccb.org. Again, that's usccb.org. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, lead us to share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed, Let the whole house of Israel know for certain that God has made both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, and they asked Peter and the other apostles, What are we to do, my brothers? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
for the promise is made to you and to your children and to all those far off, whomever the Lord our God will call. He testified with many other arguments and was exhorting them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 persons were added that day. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. shepherd is the Lord, nothing indeed shall I want. My shepherd is the Lord, nothing indeed shall I want. The Lord is my shepherd.
A reading from the letter of St. Peter. Beloved, if you are patient when you suffer for doing what is good, this is a grace before God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was insulted, he returned no insult. When he suffered, he did not threaten. Instead, he handed himself over to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body upon the cross, so that free from sin, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you had gone astray like sheep, but you have now returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what Jesus was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Easter to you. Yes, we are still celebrating Easter. Amen. Alleluia. The resurrection of Jesus Christ and our future resurrection through him, with him, and in him. And that is cause for rejoicing. Please take a moment to reflect upon the reality of the resurrection, how each of us really lives the newness of life in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So I ask you to pray about it. Talk about it with your friends and family. Think about it. What's it going to be like?
and maybe even research it by reading over the Catechism of the Catholic Church. You can find it free online. Just type in Catechism of the Catholic Church on a web browser. Or you get a paperback copy through an online purchase. It's only about $10 or so on Amazon. I know everyone is busy, but consider taking advantage of these circumstances we're in to read and pray over teachings of our faith. For the better we know our faith, the better we can live our faith and share our faith. It feels like such a long time since we've seen one another in our churches or even walking in the South Side or Mount Washington. Please know that I miss you. I miss seeing you, praying with you, learning from you, singing with you, laughing with you, and praising the Lord with you at our public masses. For me, this experience, while difficult, is prompting me to really appreciate my life, to appreciate you all more so in my life. Please know you are in my heart and in my continued prayers. Please pray for me too. And thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and to pray with us. Many thanks also go to the parishioners, benefactors, and staff of our Prince of Peace from St. Mary of the Mount parishes for their wonderful efforts to keep our parishes operating and serving our people, especially our family members in need. Just one example of this is we recruited a number of parishioners to contact the senior citizens and homebound from our parishes to ensure they are okay and managing in this crisis. If you know of someone in need, please let us know by calling the office or maybe just reach out to them yourself. We are in this together, and the more we help one another, the better off we all will be. Thanks also for your continued prayerful and financial support. With that said, please pray for our parishioners, benefactors, and parish staff. Pray God's protection on them and their families. Pray God's healing and consolation for all affected by the pandemic, the sick and dying, the families losing loved ones, the healthcare and public safety and service personnel keeping us safe, and business owners who are struggling to provide us with goods and services. Pray for those who have lost income and who are anxious or afraid of what is going to happen next. Pray for that person who is lonely or afraid. Pray for yourself. And again, pray for me too. Please. May we all experience God's protection, His relentless mercy, and His mighty and tender love. Finally, this current crisis prompts us all to a greater responsibility specifically the responsibility to one another to stay safe, to venture out only if necessary, to give one another some space so as to prevent transmission of the virus. So please stay safe and give each other some space for the sake of others and for yourself. And that brings us to our simple lesson for our prayer and reflection for this fourth Sunday of Easter. Quick aside, I find this uncomfortable and very difficult. Offering a homily without the grace of Mass, without people. Offering a homily while I'm sitting at my desk instead of in front of you in our church is awkward for me, uncomfortable, and it's difficult. It just doesn't feel right. But we persevere, trusting that the grace of God is active in this offering and in your hearing. The theme running throughout Sacred Scripture for us today is that of the Good Shepherd, protecting and nurturing the sheep. For people 2,000 years ago, Jesus' comparison of himself as shepherd would not have been lost on them, for they were a people very familiar with shepherds. And most of us, too, are familiar with the image of a shepherd carrying a sheep on his shoulders, 
an image of Jesus caring for us, his sheep. In brief, and I trust you all know this, sheep need protection and nurturing to survive. And the sheepfold, or corral, provides protection. And the fields and valleys provide the food and water. And Jesus states that he is the gate. Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. So you know the context and background here and for this passage. The shepherds of Jesus' time would guard their sheep by laying down at the entrance to the sheepfold or corral where the sheep huddle together for safety at night. And with the shepherd laying at the entrance, no sheep could wander away and get into trouble. And with the shepherd laying at the entrance, no thief or predator could enter to hurt or steal the sheep. And when morning came, the shepherd would rise and lead his sheep into the fields for food and water. This way, the shepherd ensures the protection and nurturing of the sheep. And Jesus here today tells us that he is the gate for the sheep, meaning Jesus wants to be our protection and fulfillment in this life and for life eternal, if we let him. That is the love of God for you, for us together, and each of us personally. God, Jesus Christ, loves us so much that he lays down his life for you, for me. God loves you. Share it with others. God loves you. Jesus himself is our protection and nourishment to endure and persevere through these tough times. While absent from the public celebration of the Eucharist, this time prompts our hearts to grow in desire for Jesus more and more. But it also can prompt us to be Jesus in the world more so. As his disciples, we are called and sent to bring Jesus to others. And in some sense, as his disciples, we are called to be shepherds for God's people as well to care for and protect the vulnerable, to nurture the sick, hungry, and disadvantaged. That's our job, too. So as we celebrate Jesus as the Good Shepherd who protects and nurtures us, consider how you can be a shepherd, too. In this time especially, the vulnerable need protection. In this time especially, there are many in need of nourishment, not just for food, but for simple human care, concern, and support. So for your homework, you are the shepherd for the people you encounter this week. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide and to empower you to offer care or protection, nurturing or concern for someone in need. A kind, consoling word, a supportive gift, some extra time chatting on the phone to keep someone company. Reach out to a neighbor or coworker you haven't seen in a while. Get groceries for seniors or families in need. Whatever you can do to be a shepherd for another. Trust the Spirit to guide you and strengthen you to be a shepherd for others. Stay safe, keep praying, and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come give to us all saving Lord the bread of life to eat as when the shepherd calls his sheep they know and heed his voice
When you call your family, Lord, we follow and rejoice. You our response to the prayers of the faithful today is, Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are ill, especially those suffering from the coronavirus, that God will protect them and their caregivers, we pray. For the RCIA candidates, that they may grow in their desire for waters of new birth and allow God more fully into their hearts, we pray. For all of us in isolation, that we may find companionship with God through the scriptures, recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives, and encourage others who are alone, we pray. We remember parishioners with birthdays and anniversaries during the month of May. We pray. For all those who have died in our parish community, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. We remember today the following people from our parish community. Angelo Capazzoli, Russell and Alice Cachero, Lorraine Phillip, Alice and Dave Flanagan for the celebration of their anniversary, Dorothy Grace and Charles Uram, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Come give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. While we are unable to unite ourselves in the celebration of the Eucharist at Mass, we can still unite ourselves to Jesus and through him, with him, and in him to one another by making a spiritual communion. This simple act of faith, this act of spiritual communion, expresses our faith in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and asks him to unite himself with us. So let us pray. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the Eucharist. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at last spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Look upon your flock, kind shepherd, and be pleased to settle in eternal pastures the sheep you have redeemed by the precious blood of your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God, hallelujah, 
of At the Lamb's High Feast, My Shepherd is the Lord, Chant Alleluia, Gift of Finest Wheat, and Sing a New Song were performed by myself, Amanda Bruce, and Tom Conroy, and were used with permission via onelicense.net. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community, all rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe, stay home if at all possible, and please know that we are praying for you. Sing a new song unto the Lord, singing hallelujah. Glad my soul for I have seen the glory trumpet sounds the dead shall be raised i know my sin